Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to another Happy Pod. My name is Nathan. I'm joined by Lawrence, who is an incel. Lawrence, <laughs> hello. I see the um, the intros are back with the insults, which is what I appreciate. No one cares about intros or insults. What they care about is finding out what this show is, Lawrence. <laughs> Every single time you set me up to say something and then you go, no one cares. What's the show? The show, as people probably well know by now, is the show where we talk talk about movies there could be new listeners this nathan no one cares about new listeners i'm trying to tell people i show is. i only care about new listeners so old listeners can fuck off no please don't go <laughs> new listeners also stay we want more uh this is the show where we talk about movies tv pop culture we try to keep things a bit light-hearted a bit breezy a bit fun we don't always f- f- succeed we don't always succeed but we do have a good time doing it Trademark another Happy Studios. Nathan, we're talking about She-Hulk, a TV show that you famously hate because you don't like women. Is that correct? No, no. You, you're not spinning this around on me. <laughs> this is my joke for you. You don't like women. I like women. And you hate She-Hulk, as is evident from the fact that it started like nine weeks ago and you only started watching it yesterday. Right, for starters, that's not true. And secondly, that's also definitely not true. <laughs> Why does my why does my viewing habits of a TV show mean I hate women? I'd rather just shotgun a show than wait week to week, especially when I'm already watching like eight other shows week to week. Name one other show you're watching. Look, the point is <laughs> that you are just... Hang on, for the record there, that wasn't a bad cut. Nathan just, just steamrolled through his own question. The point is, Lawrence, that... You you hate women, okay? And you hate Tatiana Maslany and her agenda. So, and you you've been saying for too long now that Marvel has gone too woke. Yeah, uh, it's very and true. You want nothing to do with it. So, as soon as you saw a show uh, with a woman who is not a man, <laughs> as soon as I saw a show with a woman who is not a man, just so just a <laughs> That's woman. That's what I said. That's what I said. <laughs> in quotes. And then you fucking you said absolutely not for me. But then you realised we had to do a podcast on it. No, actually, here's what happened. Here's what happened. You you flat out refuse a new idea popped into my head. You flat out refused <laughs> a new a new a new way to, yeah. to slander yeah, me. Shut up, shut up. And you, you flat out refuse. Cut that one out. You flat out refused to watch all of She Hulk, and um, but then you saw that Daredevil was in it. So then <laughs> you w- decided, oh okay, fine. If if our Lord and Savior Matt Murdock is in this show, then I guess I'll watch it. And then you just shotgunned it all in a week. So a weird tactic for you there was to find a way to insult me, find another way to insult me that you preferred, and then ask me who will be editing it to cut the worst insult out. No, none of it's getting cut. First of all, I didn't ask you. I told you. Oh, sorry, Nathan. Sorry. Yeah. 
Do you know, I have a really, I have a nice notes list here. It's, it has like little topics to discuss because we are in a rush today to get this turned That's, around. Well, let's let's get on with that then because I have no notes. Well, it's, so it says overall opinions and I feel like you've just definitely not said any of mine. Well, I feel like you hate it. I love it. What? You can't be surprised at the reaction that I have because it goes against the idea of the reaction you said I'd have that was never based on okay, anything all right. other than... Peek, peek, behind the cur- peek behind the curtain. I know you're not a misogynist. Thank for you. the most part. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's about as good as it gets for you. I'm happy with that. <laughs> exactly. Okay. And I also know that you watched at least some of the first episode when it first came out. Yes. Um, not in a desirable then, means either. Through, through an no, editing No, to be source. fair, yes. But... Also, you said to me, you very specifically said, eh, it's not for me. I, I said it looked so, like it wasn't for me. And I did say, I did preface that by saying, although I haven't properly given it a chance. I had a, right, I'll tell you what, what do, what do you think about it? Because I enjoyed it. I almost want to say I think it's the best show that they've done so far. Mm-hmm. But I also really liked WandaVision. Okay. So I'm 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 at an impasse and I don't know. But basically I really liked it. And I liked it because it was very 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 different from your bog standard Marvel event basically. I think weirdly enough I think the show that this show being the one that I think's taken the biggest creative swing has the clearest picture of what it's trying to do and what it is. Like I feel like there are some like a common criticism with Marvel especially with the TV shows is that a lot of them either have source material that has been stretched out to fit six hours or would better be would better serve as a cut down version of the story that was a movie instead um and that's something that keeps being thrown about i think this is like i like the idea of like an episodic marvel show with like it's not quite villain of the week but it's definitely like there's something new going on every episode that isn't just one overarching story like she has different shit come up in different episodes it's jen's adventures yeah what's she getting up to this week it's a sitcom (laughs) it's exactly what it is i mean it is it's a legal sitcom it's well, no. It's a sitcom with someone who works at a law firm. So That's, I had I I had a note about that. It says I think that a lot of the people that went into this show, like they didn't enter the agreement of the show's terms. They went into it being like, it's going to be a legal comedy. It's not. Just like The Office yeah. wasn't about spreadsheets and shit, right? It's it's about people <laughs> in a setting that have lives outside of that setting. <laughs> but yeah. But she worked at a law firm, so naturally some scenes were shot at a law firm, and it and it works. Oh, but Nathan, before we do any of that, I have a question for you. <laughs> Another happy question. <laughs> Great, okay. I, natu- I forgot about I it. I naturally wove it in right there. Um, it, yeah. I'll, be, I'll be completely real with you. We're in a rush and it was a shit one this week. Oh. You can take any main character from the MCU and greenlight a comedy series for them based around their already established premise. For example, Jen is a lawyer, so she's always dealing with silly superhero antics having wacky problems. Who are you choosing and what's the overall premise? Another sitcom, basically. Yeah, but you have to choose a pre-existing character from the. So MCU. I, so I am Kevin. You are Kevin. Oh, okay. and, and we'll get to that. <laughs> but for those of you that don't know, uh, start of every episode, or potentially sometimes we get fifteen minutes in, uh, I will ask Nathan a question. Uh, he a hypothetical question, a yes or a no, or it could be just a, an, a scenario I want to hear his take on. Uh, Nathan has until we stop recording to give me his answer. So come back for that at the end, or just alternatively listen to the whole thing and hear it naturally all right so i think one thing that i wanted to deal with you right you you've experienced this show week to week and i haven't yes so you've seen the good the bad and the ugly of all the reception of individual episodes i'd imagine yes do you think it's a fair comment to say that people really want the mcu to try new things until it's not the new things they want them to try People say they want the MCU to try new things because it's popular and topical to complain about what you've had. Yeah. But when the MCU presents you with new things, some of them go, no, don't like this. MCU died with Iron Man. Don't want this. I think they they Um, sometimes try and put like a... A deeper spin on it as well. Like I've seen a lot of people being like, it'd be more interesting to focus on the I don't know the 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 deep elements of the show. And I'm like, but it's a comedy. Imagine if you're like, sorry to keep bringing it back to this, but imagine if you're watching The Office one day and Jim has a mental breakdown. No, but like, and, and then imagine if it like, haha, Steve Carell nodding a wink to the camera. And then he breaks down about his financial struggles. No one. That's not what the show is, and no yeah. one wants it. 
No, no one wants that. Don't get me, the office can get like emotional, and it can have genuine moments of character where you're really in, invested in these characters, and you do get caught up in the emotions of them. And the office does that very well. But to just give you like a fucking a whole op- episode of Michael struggling with, I don't know, debt, and then fucking considering what options he has, and just a very serious, not comical at all, just straight down the line episode, that'd be like, no, this is not the show that I like. This is not the show that I tune into every week. This is fucking Law and Order Debt Victims Unit or whatever. (laughs) Like... I don't want to watch this. But then also, like, in terms of a comedy, it functions on the basis that you find that type of comedy funny. And if you don't, that's fine. It's it's not for you. You don't have to find it funny. If you don't find it funny, don't watch it. Yeah. yeah. No one's forcing you to watch all the MCU. You don't have to. You can stop. That's one of, stop. One, of my, one of my biggest gripes are the people that are like, me and the MCU have been on separate paths for a long time now. And I'm like, then why keep going? <laughs> yeah. If, I, if I'm driving down a road and I realise the wrong, I, I've taken the wrong turning and I've gone 15 minutes down a road that I shouldn't be going down, I, I would turn around and go the other way. I was feeling very burnt out on Marvel stuff Yeah. Um, earlier this year, which is why... You, we still haven't done an episode on Miss Marvel. Um, I, I liked Miss Marvel. Uh, we still haven't done an episode on Thor. I actually didn't see Thor for quite a while, yeah. and it just did not matter at all. Like you, it was I re- absolutely. I remember fine. being so surprised by it because I went to see it, and I was like, I, I think I'm one of the few people on the planet that had a good time with Thor four. I said to Nathan, I was like, I reckon you'll enjoy it, and Nathan's typical response to that was just, maybe I will. <laughs> and uh, followed by absolutely no motivation to go see it. And, and to be fair, I couldn't blame you because around that time as well, especially, I don't think a single month has gone past this year where we haven't had at least an episode of a show or something. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's a lot. It is it is a lot. And I, and I think it was the exact same last year as well. So yeah. just a, con- a straight continuation. It made me miss the pandemic when Marvel were like, "Shout out luck, we can't film anything," and everyone was like, "Wow." A nice breather, yeah. There was nothing in 2020 how naive we were. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're like, wow, do, um, do you remember when people were like, do you think the MCU will slow down now? Nope. <laughs> they fucking ramped that shit up to 11. I don't know the exact numbers on this, so this may be wrong, but isn't phase four alone, like, almost the same size as phases one to three in terms of, like, hours of content? There was, like, a graph that they put out. Uh, not they, but, like, someone put out, like, a screenwriter, some shit. Yeah. And it was, and it was just like uh, MCU phases in length, and Phase Four, which at the time wasn't even done, and still isn't done. It was just, it was like longer than phases. I think it was just Phase One and Two. I don't think it was all of them, but just Phase One and Two yeah. put together. Um, so it, it is which, a lot. It's 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 a burnout, and that's why I think. And like I said, and like I said, you can stop. I did. Yeah. It was fine. <laughs> like, you'll be fine. Yeah. Nothing happened. I took some time away. I didn't watch Thor when it came out. I waited until it was released on Disney+. Plus. And even then, I didn't fucking rush around. There was just one afternoon, and I was like, oh, I'll watch Thor now. And I did. It was fine. It, it was... I probably enjoyed it a lot more than I would have if I went to see it at the time it came out. Yeah. And, and also, like, as a side point on it, the MCU narrative, in terms of, like you know how how things tie into each other now you normally have like five movies and then you'll get an avengers movie or something like that it seems far less focused on doing that right now it seems like if the if something in the mcu isn't for you i don't think you really need to get around to it in a rush because they like even if it's relevant they'll have it in a recap there's a lot of stuff in She-Hulk. If you if you know the premise of She-Hulk, you'll understand what's going on the next time you see She-Hulk in a movie, even if you haven't seen She-Hulk. I mean maybe do you not think? Do you not think they could? No. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know because my my argument against that would be well, look at Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, but that's that's a different case where they had like a hundred a mo- hundred movies in between solo movie and secondary. Yeah, but still, it's it's still kind of like required viewing. Not not required, but uh, I guess so in terms of like one division and being a thing of that yeah oh and I, I see what you're saying but uh, look even so the the point stands you're putting yourself through it if you don't want to be there you don't have to be <laughs> yeah you'll be fine yeah uh give me another of your silly little sexist notes it's handy that the next note on my list literally down the list uh completely debunks your claim that i'm a sexist uh Great. it said the men are trash criticisms are not valid because men are trash um 
and especially seen within the context of this show. One of the central themes of the show is Jen dating and trying to find a, a bloke out there that will actually accept and love both sides of her, or not even love, just at the very minimum be interested in the Jen part of her. Um, yeah. Or just not be using her for any malicious intent or anything. And yeah, men are trash in this situation and they are depicted as being so. I, I don't have experience of dating men, but I can imagine it's not pleasant. <laughs> I, I can imagine it is, you know, minus the She-Hulk stuff aside, like, I'd imagine it is hard to find a legitimate nice guy who isn't a creep to some degree or just a player to another degree. I don't know, do you think, like, I think there's a lot of fragile people that are getting cross at this show. Uh, yeah, I've definitely seen, like, a lot of people being like, all the male characters in this show are just cartoonish, over-the-top villains, which, first of all, it's not true. Like, Matt Murdock is the nicest guy ever. Her dad, her male colleague her at the dad, office. dad, Bruce, the guy at the office. Yeah, there's a lot of great... Her fucking cousin, or not a cousin, her other cousin, or her brother, or whoever he is. Yeah, that, that, um, that other guy that has, like, two lines at the kitchen dinner. <laughs> yeah, and he was a DJ. He was a DJ oh, was he the DJ as well? Okay. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, like, there are good male characters. There are also a lot of dickhead male characters, because that's life, baby. That's, that's, that's what you get. I think if you're trying to find the male dickhead characters, there's a lot of them in the show, but you're also, people that are cross about this are also intentionally not looking for the good blokes. I think the people that are cross with this show... It's funny, because it's it's so intentional. It's so fucking intentional from Marvel's point of view. Because they fucking knew what the reaction would be to this show. <laughs> yeah. They fucking knew exactly what fucking nerds were going to be saying on 4chan and Reddit. So they went, let's make them the villain. Let's 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 make them the fucking overarching villain. There, there isn't one really, but let's make them the the big bad of this series. Yeah, and it's great, and it worked, and that's why we don't like it. I have a question because I completely agree. I, I do have a question that I kind of wanted your take on to a degree. I don't know if necessarily I even have a concrete point here. It's just a line of thought I found myself down, and I was like, this might be interesting to poke at that. If Marvel can, and all the writers of this show specifically, can anticipate so accurately the backlash in terms of like the the corporate memes the you know the bottom text top text memes that are terrible the uh, the bad yeah. twitter reactions and all of that if they can anticipate that to the point where they put it into a show and write it effectively so that almost week by week they're anticipating the response do you think that there is maybe an argument that Marvel could use that knowledge to sometimes better protect the actresses or or, or like women or people of colour in the shows. A hundred percent. And not just Marvel, Disney and uh, uh, basically yeah. any any fucking studio as a whole really yeah. should be able to to do that. Because there's been some this year alone there's been some fucking disgusting shit flying around again not just with this with Star Wars with fucking the actress who played Reva in Kenobi and everything oh that was fucking uh, gross yeah yeah there's just been a lot of terrible disgusting toxic stuff swirling around so yeah you're absolutely right if they can predict it then they should put I don't know, I don't know what but possibly put something in place that can protect these people from that backlash but we, we've spoken about it a bunch of times like you know people suddenly started caring a lot more about race and women being included in things uh when it became a lot more financially viable to have a strong opinion on it or like on people like youtube and stuff where disney famously very very generous with their copyright i've edit a lot of videos with Disney content in. I've never been hit by a claim from Disney whatsoever. Right, they do not care. They're like, yeah, free marketing for us. I think maybe they should actually care. You know, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of creators out there that could be claimed and have copyright strikes against their channel. I commend the show for actually bringing it up and making those guys the villains, but also it's not enough to draw the line there. Like, there's people that are making them a lot of money in movies that are suffering severe online abuse. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people, there's a lot of actresses um, getting pretty much the exact same treatment, minus the revenge porn, the fucking Jen guy in this show, getting just the I th exact same I think if it existed, it would have happened. Oh, 100%, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I don't doubt that for a second. Um... But see yeah, that they're... see that clip of Brie Larson recently where that guy on the guy on the red carpet's like, You excited for Captain Marvel too? And she's like, I don't know, does anyone even fucking want me uh, to do yeah. it? I don't blame her. <laughs> you've 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 made your millions. It's not worth it sometimes. Um 
let's talk about the actual show because we've done a lot of the backlash and Marvel in general and etc characters I was going to speak to you about them because this show's got a lot of cameos that I think are not just cameos they're there for actual like episodic purposes yes so it gave us a lot of characters we know Um, so straight away we start off with Bruce and the Hulk Mm -hmm. Um, more the Hulk than Bruce but we do get a little bit of Bruce he's somehow found a way to I guess he can just control it now, really? It seems like he can just yeah. turn it on and off. He's got like a like a Power Rangers Morpher thing on his arm that stops him. Yeah. yeah. Just a side point. They need to figure out what they're doing with him and then just do it. Right? I think they have. I, th- I think they have now. But like the whole, I'm Professor Hulk. Now I'm Bruce. I didn't want to be Professor Hulk anymore. I think so. that's purely a budget thing, though. Do you think Do you think they're caring about... But it's Marvel. Like, and Disney. Yeah. Well, I mean... I mean, you say that, but one of the criticisms of the show I have is that the CGI on Jen as She-Hulk... I don't... It's not great. I don't think that's money. I think that's allocation of money and time. I think if they put the money in and they cared enough about it to make it look good, they could. Look at at Thanos in Endgame. Yeah, I, I have no doubt that they could have done it. Yeah. But they didn't. No, they they didn't. But that's not, I don't think it's a money thing. I think it's a laziness on their part. They definitely have the money to have spent and allocated resources to VFX artists for, to yeah, make better didn't. stuff. No, they didn't. But it's not a money problem. Yeah, it's but a, they didn't. But they didn't spend that money. Yeah, I know. So it is money. But it's not like uh, I mean, I see what you're saying. It's a budgetary requirement, I guess. But yeah, I just wanted to make the crystal clear point: they're not hard for a fucking penny. All right. No, they're not. They're absolutely not. They're just being cheap. Yeah. But it's still budget. Okay, fine. Just... As long as we agree that they're cheap, it's not like they're hard up for cash. And they're like, no, I'm not saying they are. We're going cr- to gonna crowdfund cheap. She-Hulk and see what we can drum up. Sure, they could spend $6 billion on this if they wanted to. The yeah. point I'm making is they don't want to. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Great. Great. Um, but no, right, you were saying um, the, the cameos, the people in the show. Yes, yes. So, um, well, first of all, what did you think of Bruce being back in? Yeah, I sort of. I liked him. I think it's. I think it's a really good idea to to have him show up it, when he showed up in the first episode. Especially when I was just seeing kind of some out of context clips. I was getting an idea of the episode whilst editing stuff for it, and then I watched it properly. Um, mm. My main worry was, oh, don't make it a joint Hulk show because I was down for the idea of a She Hulk show. And yeah. then Bruce comes in. He very quickly explains the premise of being a Hulk and what shit she's going to have to face. And he's also there to be the male figure that doesn't really get it, which is a nice way of introducing the themes in that show. And, you know, Bruce's experience of being a Hulk is going to be extremely different to Jen's experience of being a Hulk, as we see. Um, but I liked, I also like the fact that he fucked off quite quickly and we got to have She-Hulk show. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. But it was good to see him. It yeah, was, it was nice. good to have... It's always good to have Bruce. I like Bruce. They um, they have to keep shoehorn until they can get the rights back from Universal. They have to keep shoehorning him into stuff to be like, Hulk, he's still here. We still got him. <laughs> but but wait for that movie. Get the rights back like next year, maybe. It's, it, that it's rumored that that's the case. Yeah, they they definitely already like have that movie planned out and ready to go. Yeah. So that the fucking second the the rights turn back, they can just start production. Yeah. On it. I think I, I think I think it is just a ticking clock situation now. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And I think this show even just fucking proved that. Yeah. As well. Um, <laughs> the the ending frame of, uh, no not the ending frame but the the ending like five minutes of the show is basically just them going hurry up Universal time's ticking <laughs> my son's here yeah I have a son now I guess don't ask me when I had a son but I, I got don't a know son. the the legalities of it all and stuff but do you think there's a world in which Universal could be running out the clock and then at the last day announce they are working on a movie and Marvel just have to be fine with that I, how does that work I'd imagine there's something preventing it. Yeah, but I don't know. They probably have a shared picture deal or something that they can't go ahead without each other's permission. Yeah, because why wouldn't they? Why? Why? Because like, that would make money. Like even it. Well, actually, would it? Universal don't own a lot of stuff. Like they don't have a lot of big stuff. No, but I I was thinking that like just the association of Marvel alone would get them money. But like. Morbius didn't yeah. fuck all, so Sony's been it, Sony's been trying. Sony was trying to like trick audiences for years into like, oh, this is MCU, but yeah, it's not. I think um, I think they could have made if they played it right and did a vastly different Hulk take. Like if they let's say they said it in the seventies, made it kind of an homage to 
the um, the show with Lou Ferrigno and stuff. I, I think there's room for that. That would have been a, at the very least interesting, even if not good. They, I'm, yeah, I'm sure they could do something. Um, but I don't know. Maybe there is something. Feige's there with his it, baseball cap, just ready to smite them down if if it happens. Indeed. But yeah, so there's there's other characters in this. Um, I have a note on uh, them bringing. Speaking of other Hulk movies, uh, they brought back uh, Emil Blonsky, uh, Tim Roth. It was nice to see. Yeah. Nice to see him. It was back. great in this. Yeah. It, was, it was. I was fully and I'm fully on board for his whole just redemption yeah. arc, basically, and just becoming a nice, weird little guy who runs this sort of therapeutical yeah. clinic retreat sort of thing. I was I was so on board with it to the point that when I thought he had backstabbed her in the last episode and was part of Intelligence, yeah, I was so pissed off. Yeah, I hate I him. was like, no, these fucking no, he was doing so well. I was so angry. I, but then like he doesn't actually have a clue what's going on there. He yeah, he's fully sort of it's hilarious that he's fully there to be the life coach because I noticed <laughs> I took special attention to like the start of his speech and everything was so vague purposely. Yeah. Like, it was like, I hear you guys have been achieving your goals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love I love the fact, like, right, firstly, because, um, again, this was something that I was aware that there was a bit of discussion about. The MCU weren't using him. He hasn't shown up since Incredible Hulk. Yeah. The, the character that you're claiming they've ruined was not a character that was on your radar again until this show came out. <laughs> Right, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They weren't using him anyway, so bring him in for a laugh. He does look a little weird now. Yeah, he does. He's got. He's got a weird. He's got a weird little amphibian face. Wait, uh, that's more comic yeah. accurate, right? Apparently, it is more comic accurate. It's just, I don't know, it's just very weird. Like, he's got, like, very human facial features yeah. on a very, like, fish-like face. And, they, um, is... and they're using Tim Roth's very passive, calm voice now, which is funny. <laughs> yeah, he's just, he's just got Tim Roth's basic voice yeah. now as well. Like, in The Incredible Hulk, he was just a big, weird monster with no ears, and he just growled and or whatever. Or I think he did speak, actually. Do you know but... why he had no ears? Why they didn't give him the big fish gill things? It was still the weird era of, like... You can't be too comic accurate. Oh, no, no, because... I, I know why they did it. Oh, go on. The, apparently, apparently they did it because the logic was debated. Well, if if he had big ears, wouldn't the Hulk just rip them off, like, <laughs> with his mouth? And everyone's like, yeah, that makes sense. But, like, his fingers, his nose, his, like... <laughs> He could have done that any he could have ripped anything off. <laughs> like, that's true. Yeah. It's his dick is it's, it's, yeah, it's a different movie there. That's the that's the universal movie that they should be making. <laughs> Rip his dick off. Um I love that yeah. the two like most passive men in the MCU are the ones that have incontrollable rage personas. It's it's <laughs> yeah. very funny. They are they are both very Yeah, what are you gonna yeah. do? It's it's just like it's the Hulk is so passive because he's just like it is what it is I'm on this island I think they have to be I think they have to be I yeah. think they have to just get to a point of calmness and almost fucking apathy yeah just like just a complete yeah. zen yeah. state right now isn't it for both of them <laughs> yeah no I like that though uh, Wong showed up quite a bit which yeah. is great always great to see Wong always the, the sorcerer supreme himself they also introduced his new best friend and the best character the Marvel has ever created, in my opinion, <laughs> Madison. Madison with two N's and a Y, but it's not what you think. <laughs> it's a great they, they, they're, This show's full of little fun side characters, right? I like the... Um, uh, I couldn't pinpoint where I knew her from for a long time, but the other more serious lawyer that isn't Jen's best yes. friend... She's in Hamilton. Is she? Yeah, she's uh, Angelica in Hamilton. So yeah, no, the show's full of fun people like that. You've got her, you've got uh, Jen's best friend. I love her best friend. Her best friend's great. I love the other guy at the um, the the law firm too. The one he goes to like the drip broker. Yeah. And then they get all that fake Avengers merch, which is... <laughs> It's just very funny. I like those two as a duo, like her friend and that guy. Yeah. They're very funny together. I, I like I like him. He was like a character I couldn't really work out for a bit. And then I realised he's just kind of a guy that like he what he strikes me as the frat boy that went to a good college and is now just somehow wound his way up being a lawyer. And it's just like yeah. this is what I do, but I love I love I love my drip. He strikes me as a lot like he owns a lot of supreme hoodies. <laughs> yeah, he does. He he has big himbo energy, yeah. which I appreciate. Is Supreme uh, still a brand? Is that still like a big thing? I could not tell you. <laughs> Do I look like I know? I'm not currently about dripped out, Nathan. <laughs> I was just gaining some. You never are. Oh come oh, on. Yeah. 
Come on, not this. Ice on my wrist. Oh my god, it's an Apple Watch. <laughs> uh, right, uh, the the big the big get of the show, the big cameo that everyone was excited for was Megan the Stallion. It was Megan the Stallion? <laughs> <laughs> I would argue she caused just as much of a stir online. I would argue she caused more because <laughs> fucking hell. I when I heard Twitter right, exploded yeah. after that episode and not in a good way. No. Just fucking dickheads losing their minds. To to summar, to summarize it, I had a vague understanding of the first two episodes and then I didn't pay attention to She-Hulk apart from some of the stuff I saw online uh, until maybe like half a week ago when I shotgunned episodes 3 through 9. So I had no context, but I knew a lot of the people weren't happy with Megan Thee Stallion's appearance. And I was like, oh God, I've heard this is a bad one. I watched it. She's in like two scenes. I was like, why was everyone... Why, what? She's, a, she's she's in the show for no more than 30 seconds. Yeah. If that. She's literally a cameo. And it's like... It, uh, look, so. right, at, at the most, if I could pick it apart, at the most, there's some bad acting. Because she's not an actress. Not even... I don't think there even is. It, she says one line and then they twerk. Like... <laughs> Where's where's the acting to be bad? She's not doing any fucking monologues yeah. or intense acting scenes. She does what Megan the Stallion does. She says a funny line and, and it- then she dances and twerks. <laughs> like you can't say that's bad act because it's not acting. Is that she's just on, doing what she does? In the spirit of not being reductive, I hear she also makes music. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying that's all she does. <laughs> yeah. No, I know what you're saying, but but, but for for the reaction that was had, I was like. Was that it? It's it's more the She-Hulk twerking, I think. I think and then a lot of the stuff I saw is She-Hulk wants to be respected, yet She-Hulk twerk on screen. Yeah, because that's she's not... the one choosing to do it, yeah. motherfucker. But also that's, it's that's... called consent. Look it up. That's not a valid criticism in any sense. It's not yeah. at all. It's just fucking. I lo- it's like that fuck what's that stupid joke? I mean it's it, I mean it's not a stupid joke. It kind of completely undervalues um, it completely belittles sexism as a stance in general and it's like men should shag on the first day but women shouldn't well then who are you shagging? <laughs> that's that's just a stupid point yeah, but... or that, that one that always pisses me off is that ridiculous fucking key keyhole oh it's dumb you know that yeah. one oh wait is it like if a, a man can open many locks but a woman is a a key a key that can unlock many uh, locks is a good key but a lock that can be Unlocked by many keys is a bad lock or whatever. It's women aren't locks. Yeah. Men aren't keys. We're we're humans, you dickheads. <laughs> I would argue. <laughs> I'd argue if you've ever used that analogy, you're not a key. You're a cunt. Um, you are a cunt. Yeah. That. Uh, yeah. That's that's dumb. But anyway. Um, yeah. Daredevil swings around in this. That was more of a Spider-Man line, wasn't it? Daredevil acrobatically yeah. flips into this. Daredevil does swing sometimes. Does he do a swing every now and then? Yeah, he swings with his like billy club things. Oh, does he? Things. Yeah. Oh, look at him go. They they sometimes have like rope and grapples on and he, sw- he can swing on them. He's, just, he's done it right now, just past your window. <laughs> there he goes. Very good. Um Hello Matthew. I'll let do you do you wanna take do you wanna take the stance on this? Because I know you have questions for me about it. <laughs> do I? Well you 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 probably want my take given I'm a much bigger diehard okay, Daredevil yes, fan. Yes, yes. So you love Daredevil. Yes. So does someone else. But you love Daredevil. <laughs> okay. Um, You'll have no you context will... to that, but it took him three no. takes. <laughs> you worship the Netflix show. And you and you hate seeing Matt Murdock have any kind of um, happiness in his life. Or be at peace with himself <laughs> to a point where he can smile. So obviously you despised everything that you saw. Um, in uh, She-Hulk with Daredevil, including his new suit, which has yellow on it, the fucking audacity. No, I I was happy. I was happy that the um, it was almost immediately uh, brought up in the show that it is very daring to have a ketchup and mustard color scheme on your super suit. It's his dad's colors. Is it? Oh, uh, Jack. Oh, are those. Yeah. What are they? His boxing shorts colors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's why he wears it red and yellow. Uh, no, right. Yeah. So I'm a big fan. I don't think it's the fucking second coming of Christ or whatever, but I like. I'm a. I'm a very big fan of the of the Netflix um, adaptation ad- adaptation of uh, Daredevil. Season one, I love. Season two uh, was I, I loved less. I still really enjoyed it, but it was received not as well. Also, I think season two is better than season three. I know you do. 
<laughs> this is not the time to disagree on that. We'll have much, many more opportunities to disagree on that. Um, but look, put it this way: I was very excited to see him back. Mm-hmm. I was excited to see Charlie Cox getting his dues as, as the character. Um, finally, being able to play in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as well is a big opportunity because they were always kind of squished into the Netflix world where there wasn't much room for growth beyond it. I was happy to see him in Spider-Man. I was even happier to see him in this because obviously it's the first time we've seen him actually suit up as Daredevil. I like yes. to see him smile. It does. This take on it, I really liked in itself. It does make me worry, or not worry, but like wonder how the future of Daredevil is going to go. And before you think I'm worried about Charlie Cox playing Daredevil or Daredevil's being a bit more smiley, I like it. It's refreshing. It is more interesting because we've had three seasons of miserable Daredevil. We've had two seasons of miserable Daredevil. We've had one season of, I'm just going to keep going until someone kills me, Daredevil. Mm-hmm. And it's and it and it is mentally draining and emotionally exhausting. So it was really fun to see him have a good time in this. Do you think bringing back Vincent D'Onofrio as Fisk or Fisk in general is a weird choice for his series? Is that what they're doing? Yeah, he's he's in Daredevil: Born Again. Is the MCU show they're doing, and they've both been confirmed for it. Not really. I just, I think it's it's why no it's it's weird because I'm I'm now really liking to have the opportunity to see Daredevil be a bit more of a smiley lad. Right, having a good time. Can he not when Kingpin's around? He can, but then also, like, I think it will be a bit weird considering he's the. the firstly, he's defeated Kingpin twice. The show brought him back for the third right, in the okay, in the okay, third okay, season. Okay, okay, but 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 you're operating under the false assumption that these are connected, and and I don't think you should be operating under that assumption. We haven't been told otherwise, though. I would say we have. I think there's a lot of stuff which points to the fact that they're not the same. I mean, I guess I guess the reason they're being intentionally vague about it is so that it doesn't cause a fuss either way. Do if you yeah. if you if you make just enough vague references, I'm satisfied. And if you push it too far into it definitely is, it does kind of limit what you can do with him. When I first saw last week's episode of the Daredevil one, and there was the moment where the Netflix theme actually played, mm. I was like, Oh, Maybe it is connected. Yeah. But then I thought, well, no, because they played the X-Men 97 theme in Miss Marvel and in Doctor Strange. Yeah. So, and that doesn't mean that's And, canon, and also so. She-Hulk is a character that, you know, as we'll get onto in a second, she does break the fourth wall. There are self-referential moments. They, they, they parody the, um, in the last episode, they parody the Lou Ferrigno show as like a little homage to it. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I, I, my only thing is, I really like this version of him. I would not like to see him revert back to emotionally draining Daredevil because we've had that for a long time. Well, you're not going to get a whole season of happy, smiley, cheery Matt because that's just no, not how things work. You are going to get moments and and you'll get variety. I think yeah. is is what you'll get. You'll get a whole range of stuff. Um, I, I don't think just because Matt is at a place in his life where things are going well for him that negates Kingpin coming back altogether or Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin. I, there's definitely yeah. ways that it can work, and if anything, it can make it more tragic that it, you, you know he's at this happy place in his life where he's made peace and progressed through a lot of stuff. Yeah, and then to see him be faced with what is possible, what could be a triggering point for him, and what could potentially take him down a dark path it's you know it's, it's more tragic all i want to see in the daredevil born again tv show is i want to see matt walking to F- foggy is <laughs> uh, walking to nelson and murdoch attorney at law he says hello to karen deborah and wolf and then he says hey foggy what are you doing? Should we, do you want to go get a cup of coffee? And then John Favreau walks out of the office. And he's like, yeah, sure, let's go get a cup of coffee. He's like, hey, and Matt. And he's just never explained. Hey, Matt, this makes no sense. But absolutely, I am foggy. And, and just never explain it. And I would love it forever. Right, let's do the finale because it broke all of the rules. Twitter is currently still in a storm as the episode came out today. It broke my brain. I've only seen good reactions. I, I see a variety of takes. <laughs> okay. Okay, so the final episode. Should we just get right into the fucking yeah, go, huge Just, just go for it. <laughs> so, She-Hulk breaks the fourth wall, okay? That's, that's not a secret. That's always been known. She did it in the comics. She would talk to the writers of the comic books and all this sort of stuff. And now it's a TV show, so she's talking to the audience and all this. <laughs> that went off the rails this week. <laughs> and there were moments where I was watching this play out and I was like, is this fucking happening? Yeah. Is this... This is like... 
this is meta to another level. It felt like, you know, when you was watching um, The Matrix, the latest Matrix movie. Oh, and they, and there's that yeah. scene where everyone's talking about, like, Warner Brothers and how the, the the Matrix movies were received and all that sort of stuff. When I was watching that movie, I was like, what the fuck is this? I, lo- I love this that is in happening. That, I love that in that film, Warner Brothers paid for a very expensive day on set, which probably consisted of multiple takes of... So Warner Brothers suck, don't they? <laughs> like, that's a very... I still can't wrap my head around them allowing that, but hey-ho. I just, I just basically love how Warner Brothers were like... Yo, Wachowskis, we want another Matrix movie. And the Wachowskis were like, no. And they said, but no, come on, we want another Matrix movie. And then Lana Wachowski was like, all right, I'll do a Matrix movie. Yeah. It's all about how Neo doesn't want to make another Matrix game. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, yeah, that's great, that's let's fun. do it. We love that idea. That's going to be so good for the Matrix brand. And meanwhile, they're both just like, yeah, sure, go for it. Yeah, sure, um, no worries. <laughs> um, so look, but this... This was off the fucking rails, though. This was like, yeah, and it's it's not. It's quite similar to what some She-Hulk comics have done. Yeah. It was very comic accurate in that sort of sense. Like She-Hulk has like literally like ripped through the comic and talked to the artists. Yeah, and and the writers, and she's like, "This is terrible. What Be- are you doing? Don't draw me like that. Draw me like this or whatever." Be honest. Did you think you sat on your remote? No, I didn't. I, as soon as soon as that popped up, I was I knew what it was. I did for a second, and then I and then I heard the dialogue, and I went, eh, "What the fuck?" They didn't get me. I I knew what it was, but it was good though. Yeah, it was it was it was quite good. That's only gonna work for a limited time. Yeah, just that yeah. design. That's not that banner and design's not gonna be there forever. No. And if they um, ever change their UI, it's fucked. Like, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but for now, you know, it's it, it works. It got stuff. me. It did get me. I'll give it that. Yeah. Um, so Jen goes to Marvel Studios. <laughs> Bizarre. Um, she talks. She goes into the writers' room, talks to the writers, and then they say, "Oh no, Kev- Kevin comes up with all these ideas. Kevin is the one who makes the final decisions." Did you think that we were go- that Kevin Feige mm. was going to appear as himself? So I went on a in, I went on an emotional journey with this scene, right? Because <laughs> okay. like, they went in, and she and and they had they had their row, and the the writer guy, you know the 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 writing team or whatever, they were like, oh that's Kevin that does that, and she went, well I want to speak to Kevin, and I went, oh, and and then they went, no one gets to speak to Kevin, and I went, yeah, there it is, that makes sense. <laughs> And then, and then, yeah. then she went. Well, I'm going to go get Kevin. I went. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> and then, and then, like there was guards in the way, and then the, the security bell rang, and I went, "Yeah, makes sense." That fight was it. Just me, or was that fight very reminiscent of the Black Widow? Iron Man too, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought it was very much. It was uh, a homage to that. Really. I, I thought it was. I couldn't tell if Marvel have just. <laughs> got limited choreography ideas and it was in a hallway i don't know <laughs> but yeah. it looked very similar i thought it does it does but then what what was uh, werewolf by night utilized the same we'll talk about it next week but werewolf by night used the uh, the black widow kick um yeah, it did yeah. so i was i was like maybe 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 it was intentional maybe it was just on the day they were like we've got the same fight choreographer so he, he knows he knows that kick marvel has one kick um but yeah, no. I, but yeah, so I was still on my journey, and she she broke into the room. It was the big Marvel Studios announcement room, uh, <laughs> yeah. which which, as we all know, it's the only state that we ever see Kevin Feige in. Really, oh yeah, when he appears yeah. on his big screen with his curved <laughs> monitor behind him. Um, I I'll be. I don't want to be the mood killer. I was so disappointed with what it was. I was so disappointed. <laughs> you. Okay. <laughs> I like the right. To, right. Just before before you go, I love a big swing. I always prefer yeah. a big swing and a miss. So I love the yeah. I love the creative idea. I love it. Right. But it's just and you know even if you remove the logic from it, even if you remove the fact that it's the real world and we know that if it's a real fourth wall break and she's in our world, Kevin Feige isn't literally a robot, right? Yeah. Even if you remove all of that realism from it. I was so fucking hyped to see Kevin Feige talk to She-Hulk, just as a fucking meme, I'm, a concept, whatever. Yeah, well, that's fair. Yeah, I'm I'm glad we didn't see Kevin Feige. <laughs> I think that I think that personally would have been too much. 
and it it kind of would have felt like there's a moment in the Spider-Man animated series where Stanley <laughs> is, Stan is in it, yeah. but he's he's not just some guy. He's Stanley, the creator of Spider-Man, and he's like, <laughs> "Hey, you've come to swing me around New York." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. And it's just very strange. Yeah, and that, that would have felt. I don't know. I feel like putting actual Kevin Feige in it. It would have been a bit also like. Look at me, I'm Kevin Feige. I'm the best in the world as well. I would have loved so, it. I, I think it would have been better than half-assing it with, with a robot. Or give us give us a Marvel... Uh, right, the if, robot had a little hat. I saw that, yeah. Look, look, <laughs> yeah. I'm not discrediting the design of the robot. I'm not discrediting anything. It works within the confines of what it is. But if you're going to show me Kevin Feige in the real world, I want to see Kevin Feige in the real but world. they didn't. <laughs> but, they then it, didn't. but it should have been. It was like, right. Then, they, then in that case, they should have... Play, downplayed it a bit I, felt, more. I think also the fact that they was always saying Kevin, just Kevin, yeah. was like, hmm, suspicious. Yeah. There was something, there was, uh, like when they started, like even when she got to like the studios and the, the receptionist, so, like, I'm here to see Kevin, there was like no last name. Yeah. Was, I was always like, hmm, did, that's um, weird what's going on there. Did Tatiana Maslany direct, uh, or not direct, uh, did she exec produce any of this? Uh, I don't know. Because I think a better version of this that would have stayed a bit more confined mm. could have been She-Hulk talking to Tatiana Maslany, being like, this is... We didn't sign up to do this. This is shit. Let's do a... Maybe, yeah. I think, that, I think that could have been a more within the confines of what they were trying to do, but I just think to, to think say though... Kevin and not give us Kevin was, was a fucked, wasted opportunity, in my opinion. Uh, I, I can see where you're coming from. I think it's bare, because... Yeah. First of all, you don't have to worry about if Kevin Feige can act. But but even if he can't, that's perfect. <laughs> is it though? So good. Is it? Yeah. I don't know if it is. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. If I it know. Is. I know where you're coming from because they're trying. What they're doing is protecting themselves mm. from online slaughter via memes. Right? There is. There, you know. I mean, I don't think they really care. I think if it's Kevin Feige himself, they care. No, he's in a lot of memes already. Yeah, but I, but not I not think... ones that he's self-inflicted and paid for. No. <laughs> <laughs> I I just think that having Kevin Feige in the actual show, I don't know. I think that would have been too weird. Like the ro- the robot's pretty fucking weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's pretty fucking weird, and it's also kind of a bit fucking self-aware and self-reflective as well yeah. about what what people say of Marvel movies is that, you know, they're just the Marvel machine. They're, they fucking... Yeah, I guess in that context it's quite all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so it's also like a bit of poking fun at that, I think, as well. That, I guess um, I guess that the way to look at it, yeah, that is that is quite funny, <laughs> is if everything is run through an AI to co- to cultivate the best cinematic universe outcome. Yeah. And, it, and I guess... Uh, yeah, I, 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 didn't, I didn't see it in that way, but yeah, I see... I and see he, even like the fucking... The Kevin machine as well, like he said, the, the like a near perfect cinematic universe, and Jim was like, mm, "Don't know about that." Yeah, but... there's been some duds. <laughs> there's been some duds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not all hits, but yeah, okay. Um, um, look, it was it was weird and it was baffling. Uh, the, I liked what it did to the actual show, though. I liked the um, for a long time. Like a lot of people have been cl- complaining that you know there's. No real overarching plot. There's no big bad villain. Yeah. There's no. It doesn't operate the same way in like a Marvel, a Marvel show or movie traditionally does. And then in the in the season finale, that starts happening. All of that starts to come to fruition, yeah. and it all starts to act like your traditional Marvel movie. Characters are show coming back up again, and they're all ready to have a big fight, even if it makes no sense for those characters to be coming back. And Jen's just like. This this is shit. What's going on? This, yeah. this this is fucked. This this shouldn't be happening. And they, they um, got me with that because when Bruce landed and went get the hell away from my cousin, I went, oh, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, and I gen- exactly. I genuinely caught myself being like, "No, I, I was really enjoying this show, and then it fucked it." Uh, I was yeah. I was the same when that fucking weird guy became a Hulk as well. I was like, oh, "Okay, I don't, yeah, I don't know about this. This seems weird." Um, yeah, and and then they were like. No, this 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 shouldn't be what the same as everything else. This should be its own thing. It's Jen's show, like I said at the beginning. The adventures of Jen and her for fucking hell, I have to go. Um, <laughs> the adventures of Jen and her friends and all this sort of stuff. Um, so it it was. I liked the what it did to the show and then bought it back to what it should be. Yeah, yeah. Which is exactly that. It's Jen. 
It's her friends. It's a fun little sitcom which doesn't have huge end world in stakes because it doesn't fucking need to. Yeah. It can just be a fun sitcom, light-hearted comedy. You got fun characters, you got romance, you got family dynamics. It's a good time. It's the, I enjoyed it. The whole show is Jen's origin story and the real enemy can sometimes just be men on the internet. That's how it goes. <laughs> Yes, much like the real enemy in real life. <laughs> uh, real quick, because Nathan has got to leave his house. Um, yes. One thing I'll say, bit on the nose to make a joke about how the visual effects artists have moved on to a different project. No, they haven't. You just didn't allocate them enough time to finish this one. That's why the CGI is, one, not yeah. the best, and two, she never transforms on screen, bar maybe a few times. Um, she, does a few t- she does a few times. And it's normally yeah. the end scale of it. It's normally just Tatiana Maslany shrinking a bit on camera. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, ultimately, loved it. Thought it was a good show. Uh, you know, maybe I wanted it to stick the landing a bit more, but that doesn't mean I dislike what we got. If anything, it just maybe wasn't exactly what I was thinking it could have been. Yeah, excited to see a season two. Excited to see what they uh, bring. I would like to see more of just Jen's adventures. Uh, and Nathan, you are definitely still here. You haven't had to leave. I- I'm not having to naturally try and implement your answer here to uh, a question that I'm about to ask you. So let's let's take it away with that. Basically, what I do at the start of every episode is I ask Nathan a question and Nathan will then give me his answer. The question will be something pertaining to the show, maybe a, a hypothetical question, or would you rather do this or that, or a yes or a no. Uh, and Nathan has the entire time we're recording until we end the recording to come up with an answer, which then I will ask him for, which I'm going to do right now. Isn't that right? Right, Nathan, because you're definitely here. Haha, <laughs> he definitely still is here. Maybe I've got a clip of him saying yes. If I haven't, then that will have just been silence. Uh, so the question is, you can take one main character from the MCU and greenlight a comedy series for them based around their already established premise. For example, Jen is a lawyer, so she's always doing silly little superhero antics and solving problems through the law, uh, blah, blah, blah. Who are you choosing and what is the overall premise? Take it away, Nathan, in this very natural and not at all stinted uh Stinted answer. In terms of the question, I would have a fun little detective series with Wong and Madison going around solving magical mysteries. There you go. That looks like fun. They're a fun little duo. I like how they work together. They can have some tequila and some gin and tonic and stuff together, and they can solve mysteries just as they should, because I like them. That is very good. I enjoy that, and I'm glad you told me here in real time right now. If you like this, uh, then thank you for listening. Next week, we're going to be doing this. Very soon, a monster unlike anything you've faced will be released into these sacred grounds. Wowee, it's a bloody MCU extravaganza all round as we gear into the spookiest month of, of, of all time, October. Wow. So if you're excited for that, you can get a little uh, update when our new episodes go live, which is Fridays at 10am. Uh, if you follow us on social media, we are on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter, at Another Happy Pod. Uh, you can catch us there popping our pussies. That will always be fun. Maybe you can leave us a five-star review if the platform you listen to this has uh, any review capabilities. A little five-star review wouldn't go amiss, and we'd very much appreciate it. Isn't that right, Nathan? Oh, that's strange. Nathan's being extra quiet today. Maybe it's because he's not actually here right now, but who's to say? Uh, Have you got anything else you'd like to add, Nathan, before we leave? Okay. Okay. Mm, Unusual. Uh, We will see you guys next week. Have a lovely, lovely time. All right, bye.